You're listening to In the Studio with Michael Card. The session is made possible by our friends with the Christian Standard Bible. Learn about this new translation and the many ways you can enjoy the CSB. Explore online when you visit csbible.com. so glad you've joined us now here in the studio with Michael Card. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and Michael's always good to see you. We're still recording via Zoom, but that's okay. At least I get to see you and talk with you. And uh, someday yeah. we'll do this again face-to-face. Who knows? Huh? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty neat. I'm sitting in my house, and I'm seeing you and Joe on the screen of my computer. And yep, uh, yep. I, can, I, can, I can make the picture big if I want to, or I can make the picture small <laughs> if I want to. Or you can make it, us disappear if you want to. I, I can make it, it go understand. away. <laughs> no, I'd never do, I would never do that. Uh, Producer Joe was just telling me about all the new listeners we have. We're so encouraged by uh, new people coming every week to this podcast. So uh, that means our listeners are doing a good job of sharing this news, I think, with other people. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, and we hope this program is just something that washes your feet. I mean, that's all it it, uh, aspires to. If it can be something that uh, encourages you in the Lord, that's, that's that's what we're all about. Just a couple of comments. Matt says, Michael has ministered very deeply to me over the years. Thank you, and may God continue to anoint his ministry. Lee says, I love starting my week off with your podcast. We release them on Mondays, of course. They're always encouraging, Lee says. So mm. thank you, men, for those comments, and we love to hear from our listeners. So thank you very yeah. much. Now, this is one of those programs that's going to be mostly music today, Michael, because we're going to focus on the life of Peter. One of my favorite CDs you've done through the years is A Fragile Stone. Mm-hmm. And we're going to feature the studio performances of the songs from that CD mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of step through the life of Peter here today. Are you game for that? Uh, I'm definitely game for that, especially because those studio's performances are already recorded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no extra work for Mike this week. Huh? No, no. Uh... All right. Well, we're going to intersperse the songs with readings from Scripture, of course, and our preferred Scripture is the CSB Bible. We'll be yes. talking later about their new Reader's Bible from CSB. So let's get started talking about the life of Peter. And the first song we're going to hear from Michael is A Fragile Stone, the first song on the CD, as a matter of fact. Michael, why don't you set this one up for us? Yeah, I, th- I think overall what I was trying to do with this record is dispel this idea that Peter or anyone is uh, is chosen because of their strengths or their giftedness or that sort of thing. Jesus, uh, Jesus calls Peter the rock. In fact, in John 142, uh, he looks at Peter and he says, you are Simon, that's his name, son of uh, John. You will be called, mm-hmm. not yet, but you will be called Cephas, which means, which is Aramaic for Peter. And uh, this idea that Peter is this, he was chosen because of his giftedness or his strengths, None of us are chosen for our giftedness or our strengths. We're 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 chosen because I guess we're we're willing to be obedient to Jesus, and it's His strength. and And Peter is the person who demonstrates that. All right, let's start with a fragile stone. You bore the burden of a name along a road that would lead to the cross. Bold and broken, upside down A light for the least and the lost 
He called you the rock, the foundation of a temple formed from God's love. His robe of forgiveness wrapping you up meant trusting in Him was enough. His love called you out on the water and held you when you His love called you out on the water And held you when you were alone For you were the rock that was broken by love Forever the fragile stone A stone that is dropped in the water Will vanish and soon disappear But the waves that move out from the center In time they will reach everywhere His love called you out on the water And held you when you were alone For you were the rock that was broken by love Forever the fragile stone For you were the rock that was broken by love Forever the fragile stone Here's a passage from Matthew 16. And I also say to you that you are Peter, not you will be. You are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you, plural, you all, all the disciples, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. Then he gave the disciples orders to tell no one that he was the Messiah. We're tracking through the life of Peter here with Michael Card's music today. We come to Sea of Souls. Uh, this this is uh, this is funny because you play the banjo on this, yeah. Mike. Yeah, this is uh, it's uh, it's a mean the, the meaning comes from the fact that you know uh, the, Peter has been upon this sea of fish. He's been fishing for. Fish, right? And and uh, the new uh, call from Jesus is that from now on you're going to catch people, and so it's not a sea of fish that you're uh, sailing on, so to speak. It's a sea of souls that you're that you're going to be sailing on and catching men for God. Yeah, Matthew chapter four, um, when Jesus encounters Simon and Andrew, and it says, "Follow me," Jesus says, "and I will make you fish for people." Immediately they left their nets to follow him. Michael Card's song is Sea of Souls. Pat Flynn is playing the guitar as Michael plays the banjo here.
empty nets So hopeless I will not forget The nights so dark and cold And with the dawn he rose in view And filled our nets and my soul too The fisher king, our rendezvous Upon the sea of souls Upon the sea of souls We ride the tides of time And Jesus shouts, Behold, you stand beside the sea of souls. I left my nets and boats behind to follow him so I could find Way to cast a different line upon the sea of souls, upon the sea of souls. We ride the tides of time, and Jesus shouts, Behold, you stand beside a sea of souls. Why do I smile when I hear banjo being played like that? <laughs> you know, there, there you can't play a sad song on the banjo. No, no sad songs on the banjo. No. That Sea of Souls, <laughs> Pat Flynn joining Michael Card there as we track through the life of Peter here. That brings us to Living Stones. Uh, we're going to hear the studio performance, but we're uh, playing the same songs that are on the Fragile Stone CD. Yeah. Well, and, you know, Peter, it, 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 there's this wonderful progression yeah, uh, the first time Jesus lays eyes on Peter, he he doesn't say you are. He says you will be, and then Peter makes the Caesarea Philippi confession. You know, you are the Messiah, and Jesus says you are. Mm-hmm. He it becomes present. You are the the stone, mm-hmm. and then Peter. Uh, and I think this tells us so much about his humility and his heart. He extends that unique title of being a stone, a living stone, to us, and I. I think that really tells us a lot about him. Why don't you read that passage you're thinking about right now in First Peter? Okay, it's it's First Peter two, um, verse four. As you come to him, a living stone, that's Jesus, uh, rejected by people but chosen and honored by God. You yourselves, as living stones, a spiritual house, are being built to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. Through Jesus Christ. So once again, Wayne, to me, you know, you can read right over this if you're not careful, but Peter is extending this unique title that Jesus has given to him of being Cephas, Peter, mm-hmm. the rock. Guess what? He sees us. We're living stones as well, and God is uh, is building this amazing um, structure, this holy temple 
uh, out of us, uh, the spiritual house, out of us, this uh, his living stone. So uh, I think it tells us a lot about his heart. Very good. All right. Well, the song is titled Living Stones. Kenneth Cook joins you in the studio when, uh, when you recorded this song there, Michael. So let's listen. Living stones, living stones, we are holy living stones. Built upon the firm foundation that is Jesus. And as we cling to that rock, who became a stumbling image right mike living stones yeah and um and and we are being included in this whole uh process of this spiritual uh edifice that god is building and, right right and yeah. yeah what more could we hope for to be part of that yeah. well we're going to hear more music here in just a moment as we continue to think about peter uh, I urge our listeners to, you know, track through the scriptures with us as we talk about these songs. We're going to go to Mark chapter 10. You want to take us there, Michael? Yeah. Uh, starting in verse 17, we have uh, the rich young ruler. We don't know his name. We just know that he was uh, um, a, a wealthy person who, um, who, who says, you know, what he asked Jesus this very pointed question, what must I do to inherit eternal life, which is the wrong question question in the first place, right? We don't inherit eternal life because of what we do. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, uh, interesting, why do you call me good? You know, it's like, if don't call me that unless you understand what real goodness is. Yeah, he addressed him and as good Je- teacher. 
Yeah, yeah. And Jesus gives a very conservative rabbinic answer. Obey the commands, right? Hmm. Uh, don't murder, don't commit adultery, honor your father and mother. And the, te- uh, the, the rich young ruler says, I've already done all that, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is uh, interesting. And Mark, only Mark tells us in verse 21, because Mark is very interested in the emotional life of Jesus, uh, and Mark is the remembrance of Peter. Peter is telling Mark the story, and Mark is writing it down. Jesus looks at this young man, and he loves him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's trying so hard, and he wants to do the right thing, and Jesus looks at him and loves him, and he says, uh, okay, there's only one more thing you need to do. And then he basically tells him something that's impossible. Uh, Give everything uh, up to the poor and come follow me and you'll have treasure in heaven. And the man can't do it. He he walks away sad because he's rich. He can't give all that away. And But we're looking at Peter. And, and the fascinating thing is that Peter uh, hears Jesus say, it's really hard for uh, rich people to enter the kingdom, which is completely backwards in their worldview. Rich people are rich because they're blessed by God, and they're the first people to enter the kingdom. But Jesus has come to turn all that upside down. And what I love about Peter, and this tells us so much about his heart and, uh, and uh, who he is as a person, in verse 28, I imagine him sort of clearing his throat and saying, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> we left everything to follow you. And they had left everything to follow Jesus. And that's who Peter is. He's a remarkable person. Yeah. Which has led to your song, which we're going to hear now. And I love this song. I left everything to follow you. So let's listen to the song and we'll continue to talk with Mike Card about the life of Peter. But turn to Mark chapter 10 and read that even as Michael sings now.
sacrifice I gave up my home But you left paradise And what you call me to offer Has really set me free Cause you left everything to be with me So with joy I embrace a faith that calls me from home And I will cling to your promise That I am never alone And with each passing moment I'll keep hoping it's true I left everything to follow you Everything to follow Everything to follow, everything to follow you. Everything to follow, everything to follow, everything to follow you. <laughs> That's so good. Thank God for Peter. Uh, we learn so much from him, don't we, Mike? We do. I mean, he he is in many ways the paradigm uh, disciple. He's the uh, the only other fully formed character in the Gospels. Um, yeah. We know so much about him, and he's been so misrepresented. You know, old impetuous so. Peter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he always says the wrong thing and does the wrong thing. That's that's just not true. He was a remarkable yeah. person. Yeah. Uh, well, we come to a remarkable episode in his life as we continue yeah. to think about Peter here, and that's uh, something he had to learn, something very dramatic. Yeah. Um, you, following Jesus involves really being, in some ways, being put through the ringer, and your paradigms are are um, are all turned around. And what had happened in, in Acts 10, and we encourage, uh, if you're listening, turn to, turn to Acts 10, and beginning verse 9, Peter has this vision, and it's the sail that has all the unclean uh, animals in it. And Peter realizes at one point this vision isn't about clean and unclean food. It's about clean and unclean people. And then what does God call him to do? He calls him to go to Cornelius, the centurion who is a Gentile. He calls him to go to his house. And um, the first thing Peter says, and I love this about him, he enters the house and he says, uh, you know I'm not supposed to be here, right? I'm a Jewish person. <laughs> this is the first Gentile home he's ever seen the inside of. Hmm. Well, in your ministry, Mike, can you identify with that? I'm, you know, you get to go to places that you never thought you would go, right? Well, well, well definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at, at Peter's words. You know, it's forbidden for a Jewish man to associate or visit a foreigner, but God has shown me I must not call any person impure or unclean. I think he's referring back to that vision. Again, it wasn't about clean and unclean food. It was about clean and unclean people. And we have this idea, I don't know where it comes from, maybe being religious, that that, uh, there are clean and unclean people. There are people that we should be open to and people we shouldn't be open to. And we need to realize that we're called to bring the gospel to everyone. And sometimes um, this business of, you know, I'm not really supposed to be here, 
Uh, I think God calls us to places that would that we we never dreamed we would go, right, and right. and lo and behold, we find people there who 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 are long to hear the good news about Jesus. Yeah, that's well said. Well, you've yeah. captured this uh, episode in Scripture with the song, I'm Not Supposed to Be Here. It was his final word as we walked beside the sea. You will be led where you don't want to go. I knew that he would test my faith and all that I believed. Just how far then I would never know And he would send a vision then Once more beside the sea To a rooftop where my ecstasy was seen To ask what was unaskable Three times the vision came And demanded I embrace what was unclean supposed to be here To cross the line no one has crossed before To simply be one of the fools that you've called to break the rules And to go someplace I'm not supposed to be My stumbling faith responded to what my mind said wasn't right So I left that place and followed in a dream To find unfamiliar strangers who were hungry for the light Then I realized that no one is unclean But I was born to be a winner And not to serve some fallen conquered king Who took up the cross and bled He broke himself for bread In a place that he was not supposed to be In a place where he was not supposed to be In a place where he was not supposed to be Thanks, Michael, so much to think about. And there's still more ahead after we pause for the halfway break. This edition is part of an extensive collection of classic and current editions for you to explore on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We hope you'll share the link with your friends on social media so they can experience what you've found on the podcast. And if what you're hearing in today's session has prompted you to study the Bible, look online for more from Michael that can help. Look for Michael's latest book titled The Nazarene and find other books, music, and news about upcoming concerts and conferences at michaelcard.com. Coming up, more music and conversation waiting for you after this brief break. Here in the studio with Michael Card. This month, we're featuring the CSB Reader's Bible. Here's Michael with more about this unique Bible edition. I'm always encouraging people to read blocks of Scripture to get the flow of the narrative. The Reader's Bible opens up a whole new way to experience the Word of God to us without the interruptions from chapter and verse references. Search for the CSB Reader's Bible at csbible.com. Find the Bible style you want to order and apply your 30% discount on the CSB purchase through LifeWay. Type in the studio as one word in the promotion code for your 30% discount with LifeWay. The CSB Reader's Bible. 
rediscover the wonder of God's Word to us, free from the distractions of chapter and verse references. I'm confident you'll have a fresh experience with the storyline of the Bible as you concentrate on the message of the words in this current and clear translation. Search for the CSB Reader's Bible now at csbible.com. Let's continue our Peter journey now with Michael Card musically here today as we really kind of track through the CD of Fragile Stone. Although we're not playing the CD, we're playing musical performances recorded in the studio, Michael. Hey, listen to this. A review from overseas. Thanks, Michael, for providing encouragement and truth, even as I sit here in China. Wow. <laughs> wow. Speechless. Yeah. I understand that. I mean, a, a listener in China able to pick up on the podcast. Yeah. To, yeah. Well, thank thank the Lord that uh, this technology allows us to uh, to get in there, where uh, hmm. a, a lot of different ministries have trouble getting into China these yeah. days. So, especially the right Lord. now, there's a lot going on in China that's very very disturbing right now. So pray yeah. for that listener. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue the journey with Peter here. This uh, brings us to the song, "Not That Kind of King." Yeah, not that kind of king is well. The sort of the jump off uh, point of this song is uh, Peter's. Uh, we, we call it the Caesarea Philippi confession, where Jesus says, "Who do people say that I am?" And there's the standard list, you know, well, you're Elijah, you're John the Baptist. But then Jesus says, well, "What about you? Who do you say?" And Peter. When, when Peter answers, he doesn't specifically answer the question the way Jesus asked it. Uh, by that, I mean Peter doesn't say, well, we say you're this. Peter says, you are. Uh, Peter speaks hmm. with this confidence uh, that I think uh, comes from outside of himself. I mean, Jesus will later say, you know, man didn't show that to you. God showed that to you. But uh, Peter says, uh, you're him. You're, you're the Messiah. And and so uh, what the song the song picks up on the 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 idea that when Jesus comes as the King Messiah, uh, he is not the kind of Messiah or the kind of King that anyone had been looking for. He is uh, he comes he suffers. No one thought the Messiah would suffer. Uh, he dies. He uh, washes their feet. He is known as a servant, even though he has the power to judge. He says he doesn't judge anyone. Uh, and and it's this wonderful unexpected coming of Jesus that uh, that this song's about. He's not the kind of king that anybody was looking for. to suffer and he has come to 
confide in weakness and you may wonder why Though he could call the angels, he will not say a thing Because you see, he's not that kind of king He has come to suffer and he has come to die Crucified in weakness and you may wonder why Though he could call the angels, he will not say a thing Because you see, he's not that kind of king Because you see, he's not that kind of king Because you see, he's not that kind of king kind of king. This brings us to uh, Peter interacting with Jesus post-resurrection. I see you're opening to uh, John 21, my favorite chapter, Michael. Yeah, I I love this chapter. Um, I think this was added by John's disciples after he died because he deals with a a rumor uh, that that started after John's death. Uh, John lived to be so old that the rumor started that he wouldn't die until Jesus came back. Um, and so this is clearly John's teaching and it's, you know, authoritative and that sort of thing. But I, I just mm-hmm. think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that it's here. But I'll, I'll start reading uh, in, in verse 3. This is chapter 21. Peter says, good old Peter says, I'm going fishing. Uh, Simon Peter said to them, we're coming with you, they told him. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. I like to say it's a good thing he called them to be disciples because apparently they weren't very good fishermen. <laughs> uh, when daybreak came, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not know it was Jesus. Uh, he um, he is not, for some reason, immediately recognizable, which is one of the mysteries. Jesus says, friends, uh, Jesus called to them, you don't have any fish, do you? And CSB translates that wonderfully because Jesus asks a question that expects the answer no. So it's it's very well translated. You don't have any fish, do you? No, they answered. Cast the net on the right side of the boat, he told them, and you'll find some. So they did, and they were unable to haul it in because of the large number of fish. This is the second miraculous mm-hmm. catch of fish. The first one's in Luke 5. The disciple, the one Jesus loves, said to Peter, it's the Lord. So he doesn't recognize Jesus. He recognizes the miraculous catch of fish from Luke 5. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tied his outer clothing around him, for he'd taken it off and plunged into the sea. Since they were not not far from land, about 100 yards away, the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish lying on it and bread. Bring some of the fish you've just caught, Jesus told them. So Simon Peter climbed up and hauled the net in full of large fish, 153 of them. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Come and have breakfast, Jesus told them. None of the disciples dared ask, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them. He did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Like you, Wayne, I absolutely adore yeah. this story. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And you, you uh, tell the story so well in this song, Stranger on the Shore. 
the early morning mist He saw a stranger on the seashore He somehow seemed familiar Asking what the night had brought With taut anticipation then He listened to his order And pulling in the net Found more than they had ever caught The one he loved first recognized The stranger there was Jesus He alone remembered This had happened once before The one who had denied him Who had once walked on the water Jumped in and swam to him To be confronted on the shore You need to be confronted By the stranger on the shore You need to have him search your soul You need to hear the call You need to learn exactly What it means for you to follow You need to that he's asking for it all The meal he had prepared for them Was waiting on the fire The smell of bread The sizzle of the fish upon the coals The laughter and the joy At once more being all together they didn't realize that he was searching all their souls Then came the painful questions that would pierce the soul of Simon A threefold chance to reaffirm the love he had denied The gentle eyes that saw his heart and waited for an answer had seen the look upon his face the moment he had lied. You need to be confronted by the stranger on the shore. You need to have him search your soul. You need to hear the call. You need to learn exactly what it means. Stand before the stranger On the shore inside your heart Telling Peter's story here today with Michael Card this brings us to the gaze, mm. and I've heard you teach about uh, the writing of this song based um, in Scripture, of course, Michael. I'd, I'd love to hear you go through this just for a moment. Well, it, this is, it gets kind of nerdy here, but uh, there's, a, there's, a Greek, there's a Greek word uh, called—it's uh, it, pronounced emblepo. Sounds kind of a, not, not the mm-hmm. prettiest word in the world, but emblepo <laughs> means to see someone with your mind— 
Uh, I like to translate. Well, I translated it to gaze in blepo to gaze. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is this this word is used uniquely to describe the way Jesus looks at Peter. The very first time they lay eyes on each other, as far as we know, in uh, in John one, it, this word is used. Peter looks straight at. That's how I think NIV translates it. But I like he gazes at Peter, and that's when he he sort of. He sees, I think he sees his potential. He sort of sees into Peter's heart and his soul. And that's when he says, you uh, you are Simon, you will be Peter. But yeah. the most powerful examples in Luke twenty two sixty one, when Peter denies Jesus for the third time, he looks at, across the courtyard and Jesus is gazing in Blepo again. He's looking mm-hmm. into Peter's heart. Kind of intently looking at him, huh? Yeah, they, they, and again, it's really hard to, to translate, but yeah, he intently look at, he's gazing at him, he's seeing into Peter's heart, or he's seeing Peter with his heart, and uh, and it's that gaze, and it's not just a normal, you know, their eyes met across the courtyard, Jesus is gazing at Peter, and it's that look that breaks Peter, and he bursts into tears. Well, let's listen to the song you've written, His Gaze. was the first time that I heard his voice Above the gentle whisper of the sea I felt inside that he had made his choice And that somehow he had included me As I looked upon the open book that was his face And read there every comfort from above His compassion looked beyond all my disgrace And saw someone he could build a kingdom of His gaze was kindness, but his stare was stone Could break your heart, but somehow make you whole Cause when he looked at you, you felt you were completely known Because you see, he saw you with his soul Across a barren place Where I denied I even knew his name What broke my heart was not the look upon his face But knowing that he loved me still the same Is the very way he looks upon us all This moment 
Seeing all that we might be No hint of condemnation Can be seen within his eyes Because he was condemned For you and me That's one of those songs that I have these pictures in my head. There's no video that goes with this song, but I have the video playing in my head of uh, the gaze, you know, well, the that intent to look. You're engaging with your imagination. That's what you're <laughs> supposed to do. Way to I go, Wayne. I knew you would like that. I yes, knew you sir. would like that. <laughs> well, we're tracing the various stories of Peter, and we come to one of the most famous of Peter accounts in Scripture, of course, uh, walking on the water. And yeah. uh, this is Rich, isn't it? Matthew 14. Yeah, and, you know, Peter... I think there are seven miracles that are performed that connect with Peter directly, and uh, this is one. And, and of course, everyone uh, likes to talk about the fact that Peter sank, but I like to make the point that, yeah, but he walked. He walked <laughs> yeah. on the water. Come on. Yeah, when have you done that lately? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm sort of sticking up for Peter here. So this is Matthew 14. I'm going to start in verse 23. After dismissing the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Well into the night, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat was already some distance from land, battered by the waves because the wind was against them. Jesus came toward them, walking on the sea very early in the morning. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them. Have courage. It's I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter answered him, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. And climbing out of the boat, Peter started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately. That's Mark's favorite word, but Matthew uses it here. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught hold of him, and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those in the boat worshipped him and said, Truly, you're the Son of God. It's a rare, rare example when Jesus performs a miracle and he is the object of worship. Usually he wins worship for God, but here the disciples are just so overcome that they worship him in the boat. All right, we've chosen your song, Walk on the Water, and we're going to hear Pat Flynn and his guitar accompany you on this song. On the Sea of Galilee, fighting through the storm, all alone and so afraid and wishing I was home and wishing I was home. Thunder roll and lightning crash, waves are rolling high, thinking about my wife at home and so afraid to die. I'm so afraid to die. Jesus, you can see me. You know right where I am. Only you can save me, for I'm a sinner. 
Knocked out through the raging storm And what do my eyes see? But Jesus walking on the waves And calling out to me And calling out to me Can't you see it's only me? Don't you be afraid Come on Peter, walk to me Step out upon the wave Step out upon the wave Jesus, you can see me You know right where I am On the raging wave and kept my eyes on him But every time I looked away I started sinking in I started sinking in Just as I was losing hope Jesus took my hand Tell me Peter where's your faith You know I'll help you stand Only I can help you stand Jesus you can see me You know right where I am Only you can say of energy there, Walk on Water. This brings us to our final song here, Michael, Mourning the Death of a Dream. Yeah, this is uh, trying to really get into Peter's heart and mind, and uh, the idea that sometimes in order for a new dream to be born, uh, an old dream has to die. And this is from the, the, the standpoint of uh, his home. If you, I mean, if you've been there, um, we've been there to his home on the there on the uh, in Capernaum uh, on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Beautiful place, a beautiful life that he had. He has a wife and a child, and uh, they must have had dreams together, you know, as a family and uh, and and all, all that he had planned for his life. And then here comes Jesus uh, uh, coming into his life and and changing everything. And what this song is trying to give Peter's family and and our families uh, the permission to do is to mourn the death of the dream that that has to die before a new a new dream can be born and we become followers of Jesus. It's a big it's a big idea. Shadows sadly shift across the floor Each time we say goodbye It's harder than before Even after all the pain of parting Still we find That we must mourn the death Of the dreams we leave behind As I turn my back on all That means the most to me the sounds and smells, the light that dances on the sea. The greatest gamble is to act on the belief that only the slave who leaves it all is truly free. The sacrifice that we both lay before his feet, a thousand moments that belong to us that now will never be. Hold a better dream inside our hearts 
A time when our family will never have to be apart Till then we'll struggle with just what it really means And we will mourn the death of our beautiful dreams Mourn the death of our beautiful dreams And with that song, we conclude what we're calling our long play edition of A Fragile Stone, written by Michael Card. And Michael, thank you for that music today here in the studio. And we hope you'll take a moment and share your reactions to this hour. Post a comment on Michael Card Music's Facebook page. Write a review on Apple Podcasts or share the link to what you've discovered on your favorite social media platform. You can always send your reactions, questions, and song requests via email to inthestudio at michaelcard.com. We look forward to reading your comments. We're glad for the partnership with our sponsors at the Christian Standard Bible. Visit csbible.com to learn more about the great Bible editions that can aid in your personal growth as you get serious about God's Word. This month, we're featuring the CSB Reader's Bible. This unique edition provides the perfect opportunity to read the Bible in its original and simplified form, uninterrupted by verse and chapter references. Encounter God's Word as a grand narrative and have a fresh experience with the Bible. Search for the CSB Reader's Bible. And when you order, use the promotion code in the studio, typed with no spaces, to receive your 30% discount on CSB purchases through Lifeway. The Christian Standard Bible at csbible.com. Now for all of us on the team, Ron Davis, Susan Sermon, Lance Mansfield, and our producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Thanks for joining us for this session in the studio with Michael Card. <laughs>